Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. Jacob means deceiver or supplanter. He lived he, up to his name, didn't he, he, for did, a quarter he abs- <laughs> Well, that kind of makes the names all the more important, hey? He actually has this wrestle with God, and God changes his name from being a deceiver to now a prince of God. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Welcome back to Foundations, where we're studying and understanding the Jewish and Hebrew foundations of the Christian faith for believers. Most parents, when they're expecting a baby, they spend copious amounts of time (laughs) trying to choose the perfect name. Some people choose really bizarre names, but uh, why do we do it? Why is choosing a name so important? Well, you know, I think when you're choosing a name for your children, you're wanting something that's to be unique and special, and we want something that has significant meaning, or... Sometimes we choose um, names that are family traditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, in I- Ian's family, there is a family tradition of the name Forrest, as in Run, Forest Run. Um, that's actually part of Ian's family tradition. But not named after Forrest Gump. Not no. ma- named after Forrest Gump. No, that was from the Forrest, <laughs> Just coincidental. the Forrest Browns, I think it is, going back I don't know how many generations. So that kind of carried over uh, into quite a number of um, Ian's family members. Um, sometimes it can be for attention. And i tell you who leads the way in this, and mm-hmm. that's the Hollywood elite. My yeah. gosh, the names that they have yeah. chosen for their children. Actually, could I read you some because these are fantastic. <laughs> All right. Now, Rob Morrow, he called his daughter Two, as in Tomorrow. And uh, <laughs> no kidding. Gwen Stefani, she named her baby Zuma Nesta Rock. Pendulette, yeah. Pendulette called his daughter Moxie Crime Fighter. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Jason Lee called his son Pilot Inspector. Nicholas Cage called his son Cal L from Superman. Uh, Paulie Yates and Michael Hutchins called their daughter Heavenly Hirani Tiger Lily. <laughs> Shannon Sossaman called her baby Audio Science. Michael Jackson, of course, called his sons Prince Michael II and Blanket. Gwyneth Paltrow, she called her daughter Apple. Sylvester Stallone called his child Sage Moonblood. John Cougar Mellencamp called his son Speck Wild Horse. Jamie Oliver, his girls all got Buddy Bear, Petal Blossom Rainbow, Daisy Boo and Poppy Honey. Frank Zappa, he called his kids Diva Thin Muffin and Moon Unit. And Dweezil. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, there were so many names that I could have gone on with. There were yeah. so many of them. And there's a part of you that kind of thinks, were they doing that for, um, media attention for the parents mm. or were they thinking about what the well, child has got to grow up for with? For their benefit or for the child. <laughs> Precisely. Some people just want biblical names. Mm-hmm. Okay. The name Noah, Ezekiel. These are all names that have become very popular in recent years. My son Stephen, his name is a Greek word. It means Stephanos, and it actually means um, crowned with a garland. My name is Latin, and it's a diminutive form of Amanda, and it means lovable or easy to love. And your name, I looked up your name. Your name is, it's a biblical name, and it means manly and brave. Mm. And um, it's very popular in Scotland because the Apostle Andrew was the patron, patron saint of Scotland. Yep, St. Andrew's Cross. And the St. Andrew's Cross is on the Scottish flag. Mm. So names are actually important. And in ancient Israel, uh, they were often family names, as in when John the Baptist was born, 
his father, you know, his mother said his name is John, and they said, oh, no, 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 but you don't have anybody mm. in the family with that name. Yeah. And well, then, Jesus was in the same boat, of course, because he was named Jesus, but, you know, not after anybody you know, in no, the family. No, well, that would have been Joshua. Mm. That's what that name means. So he would have yeah. been called Joshua or Yeshua. Yeshua. Mm-hmm. But, you know, then there are circumstances where a name is given. For example, when the Ark of the Covenant was captured by the Philistines and Levi or Levi, the high priest, when he heard about it, um, well, apart from the fact that he fell back, fell back on his chair and broke his neck and died, his daughter-in-law, she was devastated. Her husband, one of Levi's sons, died in that battle. Mm. But when she found out that the Ark of the Covenant had been captured, she was actually went into labor brought forth a baby mm, and right. called him Ichabod, which means yeah. the glory has departed. So yeah. the circumstance, poor kid's got to re- <laughs> yeah, right. now got to live with the name Ichabod. Yeah. But the circumstances that surrounded, then what about um, people who started with a name then had a name change? Mm. You've well, there's got, lots of examples of that exactly, in the Bible, Exactly. Abram, Abram, and actually his name actually meant exalted father, and then he became Abraham, which means a father of a multitude. Uh, Sarai, which actually means princess, she becomes Sarah, which means a noble woman. She got her nobility back because of the shame that she couldn't have children beforehand. Mm. Um, you know, there are, what about Rachel? Rachel is another one. Rachel, she was, um, she gave birth, this was Jacob's second wife, she gave birth to Benjamin. But when she she bore him in sorrow, and it was in, with her dying breath, mm. uh, pain and sorrow. So she called him Benoni, which means to be brought forth in pain and sorrow. But his father Jacob, I think, understanding the power of names, called him Benjamin, which is the son of my right hand. Mm. Jacob means deceiver or supplanter. Yeah. Imagine growing up with that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But God, well, he lived can, up to his name, didn't he? he, he for did. A quite he a abs- <laughs> well, that kind of makes the names giving names mm. all the more important, hey? But then he actually has this wrestle with God, and God changes his name from being a deceiver to now a prince of God. Yeah. Or one who wrestled with God. So names in Jewish Hebrew culture, actually really important, especially in, um, you know, in the fact that he's transforming people. I like those, the stories where God changes somebody's name, but it's important. And then, of course... Uh, a more recent modern example, like, for example, in Malaysia a number of years ago, um, the, they made a legal ruling that Christians and non-Muslims were not allowed to use the word Allah in their preaching or in their Bibles or in their religious materials, that sort of thing, in spite of the fact that the generic word for God in Arabic is Allah. So if you were just saying, oh, and you were speaking in Arabic and you wanted to talk about God, don't give him a name, just God, it's Allah. And so Christians have used the word or the name Allah to talk about God mm. because it's just the general word for God in Arabic. But the Muslims said, no, we don't want anybody to take the name of our God because they said it's not just a God, but it's his name. Mm. It's taken on this pronoun. So therefore, they don't want anybody using the name or the word Allah. And I can kind of understand that. We don't want to inadvertently um, call God by the name of another God. Mm. Um, That's made it pretty difficult for Christians in Malaysia, I might add, because if they're caught using the generic name, they can be in a lot of trouble. Mm. Uh, So it's not easy for them. They're going to have to use another language 
to actually identify the God of the Bible that they love and serve. So, you know, but we, we want to make sure that we're using appropriate names. And it's, it's very important for us, uh, when we're using the name of our Messiah, um, and the name of God that we use it appropriately. So if you're talking about his name, you know, we represent him. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this in the next in the next program. But when we're talking about using his name, why the name is so important, we actually, it's not just about using his name, but scripture says we're supposed to hallow his mm, name. Yeah. I mean, what does that even mean, to hallow his name? Um, is it just how we say it or speak it, or is it more than that? Is it about um, how we represent it? Because we are actually his ambassadors. That's right, yeah. You know, so we're going to look at that a little bit more in the next one. I mean, we understand why people give the names that they do. Well, if it's Hollywood, we don't really understand why <laughs> yeah, they give right. the names that they do. But it's be- there's generally a meaning or a reason for it. But when it comes to the name of God or the name of our Messiah, that's a whole different ball game. Mm. And I'm using a figure of speech here from our last that's episode. Right. <laughs> so that's it's a totally different thing. There's, we're taking it up a notch. And we're going to look at that in the next episode. We'll explore that some more on Foundations. And a reminder that you can get the study notes for all these different programs from the website vision.org.au slash foundations. But on the next program, we will take a look at Jesus' name in more detail. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.